about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After much consideration, I took the less safe path to follow my passion, and I'm proud of that choice. This was Jeff Bezos on the 1995 founding of Amazon.com, a bookseller in the then uncharted territory of online retail. In his self-mythologizing, Bezos' path from a one-man startup to the wealthiest human in world history was due to his own ingenuity and scrappy hard work. In the early years, operating out of his garage, Bezos would drive orders to the post office himself. But the cue ball billionaire's less safe path omits a key detail, a $240,000 loan from his parents that made his passion possible. As online retail became commonplace, Bezos' garage-founded virtual shop grew beyond books to become an all-encompassing internet department store and expanded its business to include content streaming and its biggest revenue generators, web services, and cloud computing. In June of 2017, Bezos' now Megacorp, seeking a foothold for its burgeoning grocery delivery service Amazon Fresh, acquired an Austin-based high-end organic supermarket chain founded in 1978 as Safer Way Natural Foods. And so the world's largest online retailer became a major player in the supermarket sector. Today, on the broken backs of his workers and warehouses and vans and now grocery stores, who skip bathroom breaks or brave COVID to meet unreasonable quotas, Bezos is a billionaire many times over, with enough wealth to solve multiple world crises single-handedly and still afford his vanity space program. But like countless other so-called self-made men, his empire is built atop a pile of cash gifted by his affluent parents. This week on Doughboys, our month-long review of Supermarket Eats, friendly green grocer Mitch's grocery store month, continues with Whole Foods. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Bruce Villunch, the Spoonman Mike Mitchell. Bruce Valunch. That was courtesy of Thomas, roastspoonman at gmail.com. If you have a roast you'd like me to use some niche at the top of the show. Or, you know, you just don't do it. Like Bruce Valanche, but Bruce Valunch. <laughs> yeah, no, I think everyone gets gets what it gets what it is. Could it on Bruce Varanch? Another way to play it? Mm. Oh wow. That's good. I mean that's that, I mean that's that just changes it up so much, Nick. That... <laughs> I'll start submitting some. You, you should. You should stop. You know, Nick, I, I I also got myself a little drop here. Also, hi-ho to Spoon Nation. Wow. Um, I seem nervous. It's because, well, yes, I. you know what? I'm supposed to have these drops ready, and today I didn't have it ready. <clears throat> So I'm I'm truly going out on a limb here, hoping that this wow. is that this is this drop is is okay. You know, for the first couple months of uh, our quarantine records, when we're doing everything remotely, we would just leave a gap for the drop, and then we would re- and then you'd put it in later. You could just go back to the old system. 
No, people get mad at that for whatever reason. So mm, okay. I, can't, I can't I can't I can't do that. I guess to to quote Bill O'Reilly, fuck it, we're doing it live. <laughs> That's like half like I'm sure half the listeners maybe weren't born when that was like a <laughs> What 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 I I don't even remember what the, what happened with that. He just got really angry, right? He got really mad because I think he couldn't. He got in his head trying to read some copy, and then he couldn't do it. And he and it was for a pre-tape, and then he was just like, "He'll just do it live. He'll just do it on the show instead of pre-taping mm. it." That's what I believe. All right, Mitch, do you have your drop ready? Let's let's go ahead. Yes, and hear the it. drop's ready to go. Are you, is everybody ready to hear it? Uh, I'm more than ready. Our guest, is, I can tell, is ready. A fucking this is a fucking mess already. This episode is a mess. Luckily, we have a fucking A plus guest. It's true. All right, here we go. How out, Spoon Nation. Here's a little drop. Put it in your mouth. I said your motherfucking mouth. I would suck, suck and then bite. Suck, suck and then bite. I would suck, suck and then bite. Suck, suck and then bite. Trying to eat out on on a. On Sundays. <laughs> <sighs> so we talk a lot about food on this show, and so there's a lot of talk of us saying that we're licking or sucking or eating something, and it seems like a common theme with these drops is remixing our words to make them sound sexual, when they rarely are. It's just... That's the you know what I mean? Like I didn't play it beforehand and then that's the right. you know what I mean? That's the one. Yeah. It's pretty raunchy. Hey Doughboys, I'm the guy you met at your live show in Vancouver that said he was going through a divorce and his dad just died. Thanks for the laughs that night. It brightened my spirits. Here is my first drop ever. Hope you enjoy. Trebies. 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 Sorry. Man, what a this is uh I'm sorry, it's been a tough year. I hope, hope things are looking better. up for you, Trebbies. I hope things are looking better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I, your drop was good. I'm going to just say that your drop was good. A little raunchy for my taste, but a well-constructed drop. <laughs> All right, Nick, just lie and say that. it was good. You liked it. It was good. It's a little, it was a little filthy, but it was good. Mitch, today Jesus. is National Mai Tai Day. Wow. I know you're a big you're a big time Mai Tai fan, so I thought I'd bring it up as of the day we're recording, not the day this episode releases. Pretty exciting. My favorite, my favorite drink. Now, have you had any, have you treated yourself? I know you've been, you're not someone who likes to drink alone, which is good. Drinking alone is always extra depressing. But have you treated yourself to any sort of tropical or island drink while you've been trapped indoors? Yeah, I actually, I got this thing called Drinksmith. Uh, and I, I don't know wow. how to really, I did, look, this is not branded content, but it was, uh, they were drink, hold on, let me find it, Drinksmith. There we go. They're like kind of these these cocktails that you can uh, that come. You, all you have to do is turn the bottle, and the, the mm. top is on the top is like a mixed like a mixed drink, kind of like a like the the fruit drink. It's basically like a bunch of different. Look, I'm doing a bad job at describing this. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like a pretty clear picture to me. There's there's liquor, and then there's like juices, and they're separated, and then you twist the bottle, and then you shake it up. Got it. You, uh, you sure that's not branded content? You just <laughs> worded it so succinctly. You must have copy in front of you. <laughs> Drinksmith, D-R-N-X-M-Y-T-H. Drinksmith. 
Oh, they're doing the no vowels thing. Yeah. So look right there. Not Brendan content. Fuck the yeah. no vowels thing. Give me an A, E, I, O, or U. I want one hey, of them. Hey, Drinksmith, get in touch with Vanna White. Set yourself up with some vowels. I'd like to get myself in touch with Vanna White. She's a beautiful lady. All right, settle down. Oh, that's too horny? <laughs> yeah, it's a little too horny. The drop was fine, but you crossed the line. I kind of thought, like most other people, that Vanna White and Pat Sajak were married until like maybe three years ago. I will say, let, let's, let's introduce our guest, but uh, our guest is a, a writer, <laughs> actor, and comedian from SNL and Big Mouth. Fran Gillespie is back, but I, I have a thank you, Fran, for being here. I have a Vanna yes. White thing real quick, which is oh that my, my, God, friend's, my friend's dad had a, a porno mag. It was like a Playboy that had a Vanna White pictorial, but it was, but Vanna White, it was like vintage Vanna White. This was like from the 80s, but it was... A, like it was she didn't cross the line into full nudity it was just like a revealing pictorial very what? tasteful that's like what i remember a bathing suit it was like lingerie and like you know stuff that was maybe a little see-through but she wasn't like showing the whole you know the whole nine yards now do you think that pat sajak and vanna white have ever kissed boy that's a great question i think it's possible there was some sort of workplace affair I don't I feel as though that there's such a closeness there and such a trust that I bet that there is some sort of there was chemistry there before they were married or you right. know whatever but I there just needs to be I, I feel as though because it doesn't feel like brother and sister and it doesn't feel like just friends I feel like there's been a smooch you know, when you got that sort of workplace relationship, brothers and sisters can 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 smooch in a non affectionate, I'm not a, a non horny way. Okay, I, now I disagree. Now, what are you talking about? <laughs> you mean like kissing on the lips? When you're a little kid, you can kiss your kiss sister on the lips. When you're both kids, okay. If you're little kids, maybe sure. If I think that like older than two or three, and you're if you're kissing on the lips, there's. There's some, I don't know. I, I don't feel comfortable with that. No. Unless you're practicing. <laughs> oh my God. We've all practiced kissing on our siblings. <laughs> Courtney, please. Someday I may, I may be able to kiss a woman. I need help. <laughs> you think it's a scenario like that? Look, first of all, Fran, you come from an Irish Catholic family. So, <laughs> so we don't even hug. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> We basically just, yeah, like acknowledge each other with like a, a nod. Right. Um, yeah, I would say Irish Catholic people are not uh, physically affectionate with one another. It's a lot of like, you know, punching. <laughs> we, go, we, we, go, we go full Brady in my house. Oh. Mm. <laughs> You're kissing your dad. Or you were. Well, excuse me. Okay. <laughs> You're I'm kissing your dad. Or so... you were. I'm yes. sorry, Fran. I don't kiss his corpse. If that's what you'd like to know, I'm not digging up his corpse and kissing his corpse. Boy, you had to play that card, Mitch. You knew she didn't mean that. Oh yeah, I'm the I'm the bad guy, Nick. <laughs> well, I'm not the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. You get to have fun when you're when you're when you're when one of your parents is dead. You get to have fun with it. 
mm. and you get to yes. use it to your you use you get to use it to your advantage. It's the only advantage of having a dead parent. Yes, I will say you you can use it quite freely, but do <laughs> consider that. how it makes other people feel. <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> i you know what that was that was unfair to to uh to beat up on you but i felt like you uh you needed to learn a lesson um but uh yes yes but when people when people make when people make jokes mm-hmm. it is fun to it's fun to to like if someone makes a joke and you're like they're being a little too loose with this joke here it's fun to go it's fun to be like that's not cool which mm-hmm. i really don't care i mean like of course i miss my father of course but it's fun to be like, that's not cool, dude. Yeah. And like, and make them sweat for a minute because it's funny. But just to be clear. I'd say you do that to me routinely on any subject. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of your Well, you're not move. cool. <laughs> you try and get somebody to walk it back. Yes. Yes. Um, yes, I did kiss my dad. Uh, I, I definitely kissed my dad on the lips like Brady. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably, I would say maybe middle school, and maybe it ended somewhere around there. Wow, wasn't that old for me? But I did kiss both my parents on the lips when I was little, and it was like usually to say good night. It was like good night, mom and dad. I don't remember exactly when it stopped, but I do remember it, it not happening anymore. Probably college because you weren't living at home anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think it stopped the first time you tried to slip, get your little tongue in there while yeah. you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to have some in, sort of incestuous tryst with my own parents. Sneaking the tongue in. It's perverse. I really never, ever kissed my parents on the mouth. Ever. But maybe I'll wow. try next time I see them. Now I haven't seen them in so long that um, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Maybe I'll mm. try to be more than friends. So hold on. You're going you're gonna to attempt it the next time you see them? Yeah. <laughs> just go right for it? Yes. No warning? Yeah. Do you guys did you guys miss me? How how would you feel if how would you feel if your parents were like, oh fuck, gross, and like pushed you aside? Um, I would hope they would have that reaction. <laughs> I would be I would be a lot more disturbed if they were kind of like, oh, what's this? <laughs> no. Hey, I... speaking speaking of Brady, Cam Newton's coming to the Pats. Why? Yeah, I, I just saw that. I've been aware of this. This will be uh, this will be a little bit of a old news by the time this episode releases. But pretty, I, I, my I don't follow the NFL, but I'm aware of Cam Newton. I know he's a former MVP and an excellent player. I, by I, all I, accounts, I, yes. I don't, I don't, I don't follow that problematic sport. I don't follow. No, I don't follow the NFL. I follow, I follow non problematic sports like pro wrestling. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Have you guys watched any of the uh, WWE with no audience? I haven't. Wa- I mean, I've just seen clips of it, but I can't watch. And, and, and I love AEW, but I even even AEW, which is uh, you know the other major promotion. If you're not a wrestling follower, it, it's like it, without the energy of an audience, it's just an adjustment to watch. And so mm. WWE, whose product I don't even like, it's like it, you know there's they're they're excellent talent. There's an amazing talent in, in WWE, and NXT is pretty good. But I but just like I, I have a hard time watching WWE. Because I wouldn't normally watch it without with an audience. Even right. I don't, bitch, have you seen much WWE with a with no audience, no crowd? I've 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 watched some of uh I've watched some of WWE. Not 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 too much though. I feel like I will watch the pay per views. Right. Um, yeah. And you and know, uh, 
we, we've been watching soccer, European soccer. Wow. And they're, they're playing games, but it's like, you know, like 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning. They play games with empty stadium, but they mm. uh, pump in sound for the broadcast. So you're hearing stadium reactions, but they are just for the broadcast. And so, like, the players aren't hearing any cheering but you're hearing cheering as an as like a someone watching but wow. yeah i think helpful i i have i have watched AEW i'm supporting our boys Colt Cabana Excalibur Nick oh yeah people who listen to the podcast Joey Janella i'm supporting those guys over there mm. um and uh they and they do a good job with it cuz they do have a few people around first of all they've done a good job with testing which WWE hasn't done and then they also have they also have people there in the crowd. That yeah, are, they've got that some other talent that are kind of filling other, in. Other the, talent, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Just have other people watch who are in, who are tested and in the league anyway. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's the, is it the Bundesliga? Is that what you're watching? Yes, the German Bundesliga, league? Bundesliga, yes, yes. We really, Fun to we, say. We like uh, Jaden Sancho. He's uh, mm. a British soccer player and he's very, very good. And, um, we we watched like the first game and he uh we liked him and then we ordered full kits so now we have the full uh jersey and shorts that we wear to watch oh boy you're gonna that. someone's gonna photograph you and and uh and blog you on full kit wankers yeah what does that mean are you don't you're not supposed to wear a full kit I don't know. I just know there's some there's some uh, I've seen like a I don't know if it's a fucking Tumblr or Twitter or something like full kit wankers and it's just like a very <laughs> A super like, oh, look at this mate, and it's just someone wearing like a full soccer uniform, and they're just and they, they're an asshole for some reason. Yeah, I definitely know you're not supposed to, but you know, I think it's cool. It's just around the house. Now, Fran. Yeah. You got a uh, and Nick, help me if I pronounce this wrong. Gamorian guard, a Gamorian yes. guard, or how do you say Gamorian? I think both are. I think both are valid. Tomato, tomato. I mean, I don't. There's there isn't a canonical pronunciation within the the Disney Star Wars movies, so I think you can say it however you like. And friend, I was just wondering if it's Jubnuck. I'm just wondering if it is mm. Jubnuck. Oh, you're referring to the background of my Zoom that there's a Gamorrean guard called Jugnot. No, I'm asking if it is Jubnuck, the Gamorrean <laughs> oh. guard, or <laughs> yeah. Or if it's another. First of all, I can you can if you look at its eyes and 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 if he has blue eyes, then um. Then that's that is that is a sign that it's Jubnock. That's Jubnock's dis, uh, distinguishing characteristic. He's got the blue eyes. Jubnock has blue eyes. He Jubnock. Oh, Jubnock. Jubnock is he. Jubnock was eaten by the Rancor. Yes, I'm aware of this. But he had on he had on special metal plating so that he actually survived that incident. Yeah. And then when the and then when the Rancor died, he escaped. But some of that cannon maybe was erased by the fucking evil Disney. People and I mean, it exists in the just... Disney. It's the Disney Legends now. It's part of the the, the former expanded universe is now mm. part of Disney Legends. It's not necessarily considered true. Oh yeah, Spl- I I think Splash Mountain is becoming Gamorrean Slide, right? <laughs> That'd be cool as hell. The Gamorrean Slide. <laughs> the slide into a, a, the fucking Rancor pit and have to fight him. Actually, now that you're speaking, eating alive, we're speaking of things that are in my home. Nick Weiger gave something in my home right now. Nick Weiger gave my 
boyfriend a uh, uh, framed uh, sequence of Garfield getting fucked by John. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. I remember this, yes. And so this is framed in our house and displayed kind of prominently. (laughs) And when our cleaning lady comes over, she uh, turns it face down. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Weiger, if you do think about it, like you're like, who gave that to you? And then like, the, like people are like, are like that. What a fucking freak this man is. Whoever gave this to them is a freak. Well, mm. so then this cleaning woman really didn't like it. So we had to remember any anytime she was coming over, we had to remember to flip it down. Also, we have to remember to flip it down when like parents are coming or whatever. Right. So then Neil recommended this cleaning woman to Joe Wenger and Holly. And I was like, Joe, let me give you this Garfield picture and you have it in your house too. So this woman thinks basically every household has like a picture of... (laughs) Good God. Of Garfield getting fucked by John. (laughs) You guys are basically like like you and your friends are have like a weird eyes wide shut thing with Garfield. (laughs) Well, it was basically I wanted like the prank to be basically... Her being like, oh, my God, all these people have this, like, iconography of, like, Garfield getting fucked by John. But we, in the end, did not go through with it because um, who was it for? You know? Yeah. Just, us. <laughs> just to upset somebody. It's just, uh, yeah, so we didn't, we didn't do it. But And ultimately, I'm at fault there. I mean, an ill-considered gift. I agree. It's actually quite insane when we take a break <laughs> i'll show you but it's like i want to say like nothing short of violent <laughs> if i remember the the characterization of the fan art yeah it is a little is a little gritty <laughs> yeah. if i remember acting like you didn't draw it <laughs> but that is definitely uh that's a set piece uh in our home that i would say is canon within wow in the house yeah now you're talking about your home, you're you're yeah. you're locked in there with uh with our, our former guest and our friend Neil Campbell, who you mentioned. What have you been doing for lockdown eats during this period of seclusion? Well, it's uh, definitely rough because both of us are bad cooks and mm. lazy. So right. I think there's just maybe cooking is like the two hundredth thing we want to do. It. I think is not cost effective and I'm a bad cook and I cut corners. And when I cut corners, I really suffer the consequences. Like Mm. um, I won't have baking soda and I'll be like, that doesn't really matter. And then the banana bread will taste like a brick of shit or like, I don't have brown sugar. (laughs) And so the brownies are like white, (laughs) you know, it's just a lot of cutting corners and so I'm a really, really bad cook. And so the first few months were pretty, pretty rough. I mean, we're talking like grilled cheese, pasta, just really, really bad. But right. now we get food ordered and also, yeah, like prepackaged meals, which like we're going to talk about with Whole Foods, like things that you don't really need to, you know, do anything for. But I will say we order from restaurants to deliver. Well, there you go. That's okay. Got no problems with that. I, I think honestly, in a way, it's 
It depends. It, it I, I don't. I think it's lateral as far as da- as being dangerous is it, it with with coronavirus. It's lateral or maybe better than going grocery shopping constantly. Hard yes. to say because it, you know it, it. I guess if you're thinking about yourself, yes, it's not. You want to go into as few places as possible, but like also, I, I've heard that that some of those kitchens can be pretty cramped for the workers. But then again, I'm not sure if grocery yeah. stores are all that great for the workers either. So I, I don't know. I think I think in reality, probably everything should be shut down. But that's just not what our country does. Shit. What would we? What will? What will we eat? Well, we all. We also would get like we have like maybe forty cans of beans, and really do make like beans and put it in a tortilla with cheese. Now, what Dear kind Lord. of beans are we talking here? Because I'm a big bean fan. Okay, thanks for asking. We're talking. We're it's running the gambit here. Kidney. Wow. Garbanzo. Wow. Pinto. Wow. Lentil. Wow. Yeah, that's a real. Uh, it's real Mount Beanmore there. I I really. I, I've been I really like pinto beans, really like kidney beans. You know, I'll make up some chili. That's a thing I'll do. But yeah. the other thing I'll do is I'll buy the canned, and I know this is a shortcut, but if I don't give a shit. If I want to pinch, I'll buy the canned refried beans, and I'll cook those up. Those heat up fine. Please. We got about four canned refrieds right now in the cupboard. Beans are easy, and they're not that bad. Uh, come on. No, they're not bad at all. I hate to get a I ha- I hate to get all lector on you, but um, you got any fava beans? Oh boy! Oh, and um, a nice Chianti. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way your face looks when you do that. Yeah, really committed there. Ew! <laughs> You're one sick puppy. I'm gonna say this about Hannibal. He's kind of an anti-hero. He is kind of an anti-hero. He's kind of like Heisenberg. <laughs> Cut from the same cloth. It looked like you're trying to suck your own beard into your mouth. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> is that the last temptation of every bearded man? Eat his own face cozy? Mmm. Ranch. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think beans are beans are, 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 are an excellent staple. Obviously, they're very cost efficient. And hey, you can throw them on some toast or have them with eggs or put them in a tortilla. There's some versatility there if you want to keep it simple. And obviously, there's lots of bean-based dishes you can make. We love beans, Mitch. Yes. The musical fruit, as they the call it. The musical fruit, they yes. say. Yes. Which I believe on Mad Men, when they're talking about advertising beans, they're like, we can't touch that. Beans are funny in a way, but we can't touch the way the beans are funny. Never watched it. But So, like, the bean industry can't lean into it. Why? Beans don't want to be known as a fruit that makes a, a fruit? Beans is a fruit. Beans is a fruit. Beans is a fruit. Beans, beans is a fruit. Is a fruit. Yeah, you beans is a fruit. It, you heard it here first. Beans is fruit. Beans is fruit. All this talk of canon. We got some new canon we're establishing here. Beans is fruit. <laughs> Mitch, you're from Bean Town. Oh, you yeah. Bean you Town. beans. I got a pitch for you. You're yeah. a Boston baked bean. Splash Mountain, Bean Mountain. Yes. There you go. It's yes. like double dare. You slide down into a, a, a big pool of beans. <laughs> yeah. And you find a red flag. Yes. Beans, there's nothing they can't do. You know what I mean? A beans bean is, is fruit. perfect. There's nothing they can't do. <laughs> M- Mitch, what, what are your favorite beans? Oh, come on, Wiger. Boston baked beans, baby. Now, what distinguishes a Boston baked bean from a, a regular baked bean? Because I've had my share of baked beans. One, it's baked. Two, oh. it's baked in Boston. 
Okay. Well, the first one is the same as every baked bean. <laughs> Look, the second is just where it's from. What what makes what makes it a Boston baked bean? Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Look, I'm not googling it right now. It kisses its son on the mouth. There's <laughs> Wags. A Boston baked bean is sweetened with molasses and flavored mm. with salt pork or bacon. Durr. Durr. <laughs> Again, this sounds like a conventional baked bean for me, but maybe be- ba- Boston is where this uh, the thing was invented. Maybe that's why it's called a Boston. We baked like bean. our molasses over in Boston. It is that is. There's true. also like a molasses. Boston baked bean candy. Oh, yes. that's true. There is a candy. Yes. They're terrible. Tim Calbacus thought it was funny to bring me back those candies when he went and visited Boston. <laughs> I had them recently, funny. and they really are just like hard sugar. When you have candies from the olden days. It's just different ways to package, like just pure sugar, like um, Necco wafers. Right. Those are just wafers of sugar. Boston baked beans, just full on sugar. Nick, my yes. dad, my dad was a part of the silence generation. Mm. Just before the boomers, just immediately pre the World War II baby boom, post World War II baby boom, still a silent generation. If you ask me, fucking silent but deadly generation. You're talking about your dad dropping ass? <laughs> My dad could lay some fucking stinkers. Yeah, dads are good at farting. I think that is true. Yeah. Dads are good at farting in the... <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> you can say you you can make it's fine say whatever you want about my dad we're not gonna say anything this is a test this is all a test no it's not you can make a joke we don't want to make jokes we don't want we have to. Nothing to say this is a subject only you can monologize about that's fine you know what i'm offended that neither of you would make jokes about him <laughs> Uh, um, uh, yeah, no, dads are stinkers. Moms are like, uh, you never hear a mom fart too much. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you really don't. Dads yeah. are kind of farters, like, walking along the sidewalk farting. But yeah. I will say, because of the beans diet, the farts have been out of this world <sighs> over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that, I once was on a, went on a sleepover. That, 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 that that Gamorrean guard is actually he looks greener than usual. <laughs> <laughs> I once was at a sleepover and I wow. had a big bowl of cereal with whole milk and I didn't realize like it wasn't until later in life that I realized also, Nick, what Nick Nick yeah. Nick we should, we got we got to clear this up this was just a few years ago correct. <laughs> <laughs> I was chaperoning some kids I met online. No, I, I was I was a young boy and I was at a sleepover and I had a big bowl of cereal like late at night because to me that was always like the indulgence when I'm out of the house like oh I can have cereal not just for breakfast I can have like a sweet you know a sweet treat at night. Wow, fucking lame as hell. By the way, I anyway. used to have cereal at night and I called it a midnight snack and it was That's grape fun. nuts. Sorry. Oh boy, G- grape nuts. Grape nuts are pretty that's, healthy, but you can sugar them up and make them delicious. That's a sixty-year-old. That's like a sixty-year-old man midnight snack is a bowl of grape nuts. I think that's Weird. a valid snack. They have some fun texture to them. You know what's nice if you warm up some grape nuts 
Oh, never tried that. You warm them up like an instant oatmeal. Just put a little bit of little bit of milk on there, splash of milk on there, put throw them in the microwave, and have them have them t- have them warm. They're they're Wait, nice. Mm, mi- microwaved milk. How- that sounds disgusting. I want to hear how your sleepover ended. So anyway, so I'm there at the sleepover, and I had a big bowl of cereal the with back whole of milk. Cop car. All right. <laughs> It was years later that I would made the connection to eating a lot of dairy and intestinal distress. But I had the thing where I just like I had to fart so bad, so I like went in the bathroom to fart and like sat on the <laughs> toilet, you know, like just to sit on the toilet to open things up. Yeah. And just had this like <laughs> this uh like helicopter blast of like rapid fire like <laughs> farts coming out of my ass and then I heard the kids in the other room Oh be my like, god. Dude, Weiger's in there farting up a store. <laughs> and then but it wasn't a thing where it was like like I came out and they make made fun of me for it. Like they were just talking about it like it was that bad. I was it was like fucking humiliating. I had bathroom issues for years afterwards. I will say that a like major side effect of zooming all the time is yes. you're in the comfort of your own home and I fart all the time and because you're in your own home and sometimes you can just mute yourself right like, i'm gonna mute myself and fart whatever and i was sitting on a wooden chair and farted during a meeting last week and it just i realized that everyone had heard because I, <laughs> and it was just like okay but then i was like do i bring it up whatever right. but a fart on a wood chair there's like nothing more satisfying i think it's a great sound, and, and you can't really pull off the one the one cheek sneak on wood. It just it still will just come out super duper loud. I didn't learn about the one cheek sneak until so late in life, and it is wow. so valuable. I didn't learn about it, but it is just I mean it's foolproof. <laughs> the both of you are making me sick. The one cheek sneak. What the fuck is wrong? Like you use that as a thing. You open, you pull a butt cheek back, and then your fart doesn't make a noise. Yeah, you can kind of squeeze it out. If I'm dating a, a woman, which is, you know, few and far between, I yeah, will, right. I will, I will go into, I will like go into the bathroom. Mitch, and like, Mitch does the "woe is me" act on here, but we we know in real life you're like ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep going. I wish I was like ludicrous getting those fucking Fast and Furious movies. It would be great. <laughs> I rode by Ludicrous's house when I was in uh, Atlanta when I was uh, rowing How crew cool. in college. That's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Um, what? You don't think it's cool, Fran? You would be very funny. You in Fast and Furious, that is just... <laughs> <laughs> That is a fucking vision right there. I definitely slow down the fast part. <laughs> but amp up the furious part. <laughs> if you were around, you, we should you were, you, we should be you able- were telling it. Oh, what, I was telling what? what you was were I telling saying? an oh, anecdote. I, I, I will. I'll go to the bathroom, and I, I, a lot of the time, I, like if I'm comfortable with someone, I mean, I'm never get too comfortable with anyone ever. Yes, but I'll. I'll oh, be like, poor I gotta, Mitch. I'll, I'll say, <laughs> whose fault is that? I'll say, I'll say, I have to use the bathroom. I'll just admit it to someone, and they'll be like, I'm gonna turn on the, I turn on the AC, and I'll turn on the TV, and then I'll run water in the bathroom and play a song on my phone. I'm so concerned because this is in your own house. 
your own home. This is my own house. Don't, aren't they like, why do you need to turn on? And that to me would weird me out way no, more. I, I'm like, what the I'm, fuck I, is I, happening that this guy needs like all these sounds going on? Right. I'm saying at this at this point where I'm like like comfortable enough to like be like, hey, if not, I I am going into the bathroom and doing a two cheek sneak. And 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 like uh and and opening up my butthole so that you can't hear the farts. <laughs> I I and I'll just I, I, it's it's a nightmare. And Nick, here's the thing. Here's the deal. Yes, it's all like be comfortable, use the restroom. But then, as you've seen, that kid, the kids make fun of you. They make fun it's of you true. when it happens. Well, you just gotta not use the restroom around no good teens. That's the yeah. problem. Because <laughs> teens will teens will find any weakness and zero in on it. <laughs> When we when we were doing uh when we when we did uh the McDonald's thing, remember yes. I there was an emergency. I had to use the restroom at McDonald's. I think I, I think I remember this. Yeah, a fucking huge nightmare. It was t- it was awful. I remember a, this incident. A guy now. Conti- a guy continually knocked while I was while I was in there. It, it just, That's it was stressful. Fuck- That's stressful. When someone know when someone knocks and then you s- announce that you're in there and they knock again to like rush you, that's stressful. just like that, you're just being cruel. Yeah. There's no yeah. th- sometimes it takes a minute. Give me a minute. Yeah. I when the door doesn't lock or you don't trust it, and so you need to be sitting on the toilet and leaning all the way over with your oh, hand yeah. pushing the door shut. That's also that's just too stressful. That, that that the guy continually locked, but Nick Nick, if you remember, he I was waiting in line, and then the guy walked in with me. He was behind me, and he walked oh, in with yeah. me. Remember, he walked in the bathroom, and I was like, "Dude, get out of here!" It was a one <laughs> it was a one person bathroom. That's tough. That's a tough move because sometimes in a in a men's room there will be like both the urinal and the toilet, and so someone will be like, "Oh, I'll use one and use the other," but like you're making assumptions about what I'm gonna do in there. That is so psycho to me that a stranger, you'd sit on the toilet and a stranger is using the urinal next to you. But I've seen bathrooms like that where I'm like, this is a one person bathroom. Why even have the urinal? Yes. I'm not, that is like the, 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 I mean, it is funny that like as a child, oh man, parents have to wipe their kids' butts. (laughs) It's true. That sucks. That's tough, right? (laughs) I no. mean, it can't. I mean, you know, I think I think it's just a th- part of parenting. Yeah, everyone's parents did it. <laughs> Why do you think that sucks? <laughs> I just don't. I don't want to wipe. A, I don't want to wipe my kid's butt. And he's gonna meet. You know, he's gonna be like sixteen or seventeen. Still ask me to wipe his butt. If I know, if I, <laughs> if, I right. if I if I know if I if I know my kids well, that's what's gonna happen. Just hose him down every time he goes. Just hose it. Hose the hole. <laughs> Hose the hole, just do it. Hose the hole, I like that. Nick, you, you uh, did you get a bidet? Uh, yes, I have a I have a bidet that I installed in the early days of quarantine. It, by pure coincidence, I had it on order because I'd heard that like, hey, you got to try this thing, and so I got mm. a bidet seat that I installed. Huge pain in the ass to install, uh, and uh, it's uh, but but I will say once I got it going, it's pretty nice. It's an it's wow. an it's adjustment. The sensation is an adjustment. But Do you use it every time? Yeah, I think so. Just as a general rule, yeah. So you're you're always hosing the hole. Yeah, I mean, but I think I was picturing something different than you were. I mean, like you were just talking about taking like a garden hose <laughs> and hosing down a naked child. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's a different different thing doing in your yard versus uh, a, a seat attachment. Yeah, there it, it's nice. I think it's a nice and and it, it by pure coincidence, it uh, saved my ass, so to speak, mm. due to the tailor due to the toilet paper shortage of the yeah. early days. So that I had that I had that hose that I could have working for me. It's it's interesting. I'm not sure, I'm not sure if I'd quite recommend it to anybody, but I think it's worth trying. I'm not saying like you have to get one, you have to buy one. Some people are complete bidet evangelists. I prefer yeah. it to not having a bidet, but I would I don't know if it's for everybody. How powerful is that sucker? You can get it pretty powerful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want it on full blast, you can ju- you can go for it. Have you ever gone full blast? Yeah, at its highest strength, do you shoot it up the hole and then you're barfing out the mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I had it on high, I had its highest power, and then it was like, uh, uh, you know what this thing needs is uh, uh, more power. And then so I I installed a a Binford one. That thing fucking (laughs) blast me into the ceiling. Ow. <laughs> Shooting water out of your mouth like a squirtle. <laughs> Good God. Binford. A, a, a squirtle doesn't do that, does he? Yeah, a squirtle. No, a, squir- a squirtle's got a, a range of attacks. There's there's some squirting going on. So Binford So Binford was was what what was Binford Tim's like Binford favorite? Binford was the name of the company that sponsored the show yes a fictional tool company that was a tool time sponsor i I think roughly analogous to craftsman tools in the real world i guess my question more so is is like did binford tools always mess up i think the joke was more on tim's incompetence oh so so he always gave it too much power i think yeah he was Mm. there was some hubris and he overpowered whatever he was, you know, trying to engineer, or he just installed it improperly. Because you saw Al Borland, his sidekick would always do things correctly. Who, mm. Mitch? You could do a good Al Borland. You could do a good <laughs> Al Borland in the reboot. You could do a good Al Borland, Mitch. Do you think that this is like? <laughs> you think that what? this is like a, a great compliment? <laughs> He's a good, Richard Carn's a good actor. I think Richard Carn is a good actor, but like the boring sidekick man, I could be him in a reboot of Home hey. Improvement. Wow, How I would dare not call you? the character boring. He was reasonable. And yeah. What what Tim lacked, Al had in spades. So why don't you just tread lightly? <laughs> Mitch Blue doesn't show up on Blue. If you had Tim and his sidekick was also a Tim, it wouldn't have worked. You needed Al Borland there as his counterpart. Give me two Tims. Give me as many Tims as you can give me. It's great. I think it would have been overwhelming. I wish this country was all Tims. <gasps> oh, How boy. How dare you? <laughs> you better take that back. <laughs> I wish it was all Al's. <laughs> um, remember that Pamela Anderson was the original sidekick on Tool Time? That's right. And yeah. then oh. it was, oh, God, was it a brunette? Who was after Pamela Anderson? I remember. I don't remember the actor's name. I'm looking it up real quick. The Binford, Binford Tool Girl, I believe, was the title, right? And Al dated the, the brunette assistant. What? 
Yes, it was a plot line on the show. Oh, that's right. I think I think in the later seasons, Wilson was the sexy Binford lady. <laughs> You know Wilson didn't have like a bottom jaw. <laughs> Is that right? It's like Jeff Goldblum in the fly when his when his bottom jaw falls off. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it wasn't just a sight gag. No, they hired the actor and didn't know that he didn't have a bottom jaw. And then <laughs> there that's how they got Wilson. Amazing how they got through that many casting sessions without realizing that he had a blower jaw. Or he was missing a lower jaw. Uh, Pamela Anderson and then Heidi. Lisa was the first one. Heidi was the second one. Actor uh, Debbie Deborah Dunning. Debbie mm. Dunning. That's right. Heidi mm. and Al dated her. I don't remember some of the later seasons because I kind of tailed off watching it. I know that that. Oh, yeah. I know that um you know the youngest son uh, Mark became goth. Goth. Yes. I remember that plot line, but I don't remember the specifics of the romantic subplot. It, it's hard for me because um, Home Improvement was on after Simpsons for quite some time. And because we were really only allowed to watch the Simpsons, I only would watch the first like five minutes of Home Improvement because wow. we could sneak that. Like you could be like, mm. you know, it's 732. Like, and so I kind of, I have a working understanding, but only based on, you know, watching a few minutes here and a few minutes there. And then, you know, I was into Jonathan Taylor Thomas. So, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I, I, I read up on some of his plot lines. <laughs> you're, you're talking the syndication era back when you'd watch, you know, you'd watch a little TV before or right after dinner time and yes. it would just be reruns of, and for us, it was, uh, there were fuck. What was between? Because they showed they for a while they were showing the Simpsons at six thirty and seven, which was heaven for me because I could watch two Simpsons episodes back to back. Yes. And then they mm. figured out what was going on, and they started airing the Simpsons at six, and then and also seven thirty, and then two other shows in between them. Yes, I remember the Squeezer. Yeah, yeah. you would you would do a Squeezer and they would get really tricky and put like one show between two episodes of the Simpsons and, and but with no, me, no, 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 you can't trick me. I see that this is not the Simpsons. It took a while, but hmm, is this the Simpsons? Well, no, it's not because it's not animated. That's why I always, <laughs> that's a, that's a good deduction skills there, friend. Oh, this, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld's character is not animated. I'm going to change the channel. That's Seinfeld was the guy. I didn't like Seinfeld because he took up Simpsons time. And then also wow. I, I realized that Seinfeld was a funny show. Yeah. Cause I was a kid. I was, a, you know, I when, when I loved the Simpsons, they were even doing like re-airing episodes. I was like 12, you know what I mean? Right. And that was a show that just was always when I was in elementary school, it was always there, and then like loving it even more as like a middle schooler and getting it more or whatever. It's great, great show, greatest show of all time. There were different local stations that aired Simpsons and Seinfeld, but the one that that aired Seinfeld also aired Cheers, and they had a song yeah. they would play: Monday Seinfeld, Tuesday Seinfeld, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday Cheers, and we'd sing it at recess, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> at recess, dear God. <laughs>
I I can also picture just you. I can just also picture you yes. just singing that and no one joining in. <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more Doughboys. Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix mm-hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15-year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus... They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? Feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with Fran Gillespie as we continue Friendly Green Grocer Mitch's Grocery Store Month. Yeah, that's right. It's a mouthful. With Whole Foods. A Whole Foods founded no, it's, not in that, it's not that bad. It's not that Friendly bad. Friendly Green good. Grocer Mitch's Grocery Store Month. It's a lot to say. No. Whole Foods, founded in Austin in 1978 as Safer Way, uh, they merged and rebranded as Whole Foods Market in 1980, purchased by Amazon, of course, in 2017, and now has over 500 locations in North America and the UK. Fran. Hey, Nick. Yes. Before we get into it, I just want to say one thing. Um, the the Gamorrean Guard, or Gamorrean Guard, however you say it, uh, is not Jubnuck. It, he doesn't have blue eyes, so he's oh not Jubnuck. The uh, eyes so are brown. Like, oh, boy. that's oh, That sucks. And then also, I just want to quickly, can I just quickly, from the, the Home Improvement Wiki, can I just quickly yes. talk about, can I talk about Mark? During his teen years, Mark began to adopt a more goth look and an anti-establishment kind of attitude. Mark's darkening demeanor worried Tim and Jill on several, several occasions, Jill sarcastically remarking the possibility of him worshiping the devil. For one thing, he dyed his hair green, painted his fingernails black, and even wore black lipstick on one occasion. Ultimately, he shaved his hair when a girl dumped him, and Tim expressed worry he'd take drugs like Brad had done. Jill herself became terrified that he had a desire to kill them, and he was shooting a video about such a plot. No. Uh, yes they explored that theme on home improvement in later seasons when when jtt and brad went to college mark turned he turned wow he turned into like he was like a a dylan klebold level guy and then here here we go filming 
Mark grew a fondness in the area of film production and took it up as perhaps his primary interest. He ended up making two memorable videos. One video was a greased lightning music video promoting Tool Time and Tim's Hot Rod. All right, besides that, Mark also made a horror video alongside his friend Ronnie. So he, alongside his friend Ronnie, and so basically, this is like uh, this is basically a Columbine thing. That video arguably defined yet. And later in his life, Mark started a podcast about fast food. <laughs> <laughs> that vi- that video arguably defined yet exaggerated Mark's feelings about uh, feelings inside of being left out, as it was about a boy who kills his parents and brothers out of anger of being left out. Insisting he didn't have a desire to kill anyone, the video proved useful and it helped Tim and Jill to understand him better and help him to talk about his problems when needed, Leader, leading to a stronger confidence in him. That is from the Home Improvement Wiki. That is. I can't believe they gave him, they gave him so much screen time. Yeah. Like, what a, like, that is so crazy to spend that much time on someone that wasn't, didn't even have a, his own tool time right it's <laughs> did the like did the older kids get too expensive contractually i wonder i, I wonder if that was maybe what was going on well i think jtt was leaving to pursue other projects and he's like i'm out of here yeah and i don't know about brad but i definitely remember that mark would had like black lipstick and it was meant to be like scary right hey Hey, Mark, if you're going to shoot us up, use this. More power. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, use this Binford AK-47. Hey, it ended up shooting him? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that was a detour that was worth it. Yeah, I'm glad we spent that time uh, digging into late season, Mark. Fran, I'm curious. Yeah. You are, uh, we're, we're Whole Foods is, the, is this week's chain, this week's grocery store. I want to know if you are a Whole Foods patron in general and if you have any, any grocery store allegiance in particular. Okay. Whole Foods is too expensive for me. Yes. And I call it Whole Paycheck. Oh, oh. Oh, that's what I say. <laughs> um, a lot of cash. It's costing me more life. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, but sometimes I frequent the uh, 365, which is an offshoot of Whole Foods that's cheaper. Yes. 365. But in general, do I go to Whole Foods? The answer is no. In New York, there's a Whole Foods in Union Square that has a dine-in kind of area. And I've spent a lot of time there on rainy days. I would get a cornbread that they would charge you by the weight. Okay. Wow. Like you could buy like a dollar and 63 cents worth of cornbread. And then I would sit there and wait to, uh, for the rain to subside or kill time between uh, whatever day job and UCB show I had to do. So I've spent a lot of time in Whole Foods, but I am not a frequent shopper and my grocery store allegiance is non-existent. I shop from bodegas, little yes. markets. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I know I know you know living in the Big Apple, I know that you are someone who goes to bodegas, but you're also a, a, a big fan of 7-Eleven, which you've reviewed on the podcast before. That's right. I went to 7-Eleven today. Wow. 
<laughs> I go to 7-Eleven really almost every day. I love 7-Eleven. This is my 7-Eleven uh, um, unboxing. Ooh. The coconut water, Gatorade. You know what, what flavor? What, what flavor? What flavor Gatorade you got there, friend? Lemon lime. It's kind of the only one I go with. Wow, I'm Sorry. surprised. I oh, I really? do like I do like lemon lime, but I feel like if I, I you know I'll mix it up. I'll go with an orange. I'll go with a fruit punch. I'll go with the the various blue varietals. Ooh, nah. They all work for me. Fierce strawberry, Nick. You know I like. Is that the white one? No, fierce strawberry, the white one. One of them is white. There's a white one. That's that's glacier cherry or whatever. Oh yeah, or it's glacier, a glacier yeah, cherry. Glacier. It's 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 one of the it's one of the frosts. Let's see here. A Gatorade frost. I think they're trying to do too much. Lemon lime, I like because it no, tastes no, like lemon. No, no, no. No, I concur with Fran. It's it's a branding. It's a it's confusing. They they they're called fro- the frost branding doesn't need to exist. It's glacier glacier cherry is the is the 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 name of it. They're trying to do too much. If it's cherry, it shouldn't be white. That means there's too many chemicals in it. Fran. Don't get me. The, my lemon lime, it's yellow because it's lemon lime. It tastes like lemon lime. And I don't need any fancy little branding twists to know it tastes damn good and makes me play basketball just about as good as anybody else. Wow. <laughs> You're on notice, Rick Fox. <laughs> Rick Fox. Yes. I go to 7-Eleven all the time. 7-Eleven is my bodega equivalent here in, in Los Angeles. But I, in New York, grocery stores are very expensive, right. very dirty, and um, just you very small. Like going to like, yeah, the, you definitely, like, I, I, I wouldn't ever go to a grocery store in New wow. York. Wow. There's there's Diagostinos in New York, very, very expensive. Mm. And then there's like, you know, kind of like Safeway equivalents that Got are it. kind of, you know. Yeah, Diagostino sounds high end. Just the it's, name itself sounds very elite, elitist. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I am a I am not someone who shops at Whole Foods with all that much frequency. Uh, to Fran's point, it is very expensive. You know, uh, like I said, I call it whole paycheck. And uh, but but the three sixty the three six five offshoot, I've been to a number of times. There used to be a three six five by our old apartment, which is actually what I went to today. However, unfortunately, and we had this discussion with Emma before we started recording, they they have discontinued the three six five brand for storefronts, and they're all being converted into regular Whole Foods. So the the cheaper, more budget friendly version of Whole Foods is going away and they're all going to be su- just super duper expensive um which is kind of a bummer. Uh, Mitch, are you a, are you, do you have any Whole Foods fandom any Whole Foods biases? I've never been to a Whole Foods Whole Foods to this till this episode. That's amazing. What? That's yeah. stunning. How never have be- you not been to a Whole Foods? What's your grocery store? I've been to I went to a 36 is it 365 or 360 it's 365, right? Well, I don't know. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be 360 because they're talking about 365 as in days of the year. Yes. Not as um, in 360 like a circle. Or like a kick-ass skateboard trick. By the way, Glacier Freeze is is delicious, so I'm I'm mad at you guys about your your frost takes. Glacier Freeze is it one of the best. It can be a good flavor, but just the branding is confusing. That's my whole Glacier point. Glacier Freeze is it's one of the best. Uh, anyways, 
You can um, still have that flavor and brand it as something else and get rid of the frost line. I agree. If Gatorade could stand on its own two legs and not say, we need <laughs> this extra little thing, why not just call it, I'm sorry, just call it the flavor name. We don't need frost in there at all. There you frost go. Frost is colder. In a hot summer day, you get a frost, it's cold. But it's, it's not yeah, even a colder gotta, temperature. It's that's not a, that's a, colder. It's it in is the same to fridge. me, damn it. It is to me. <laughs> you think that because something has the word frost in it, it's colder? It cools me to my core, Fran. On a hot summer day, lemon lime. Ugh, I don't want that boiling hot lemon lime. Give me a frost. <laughs> I went to three sixty. I went to a three sixty five once. Yes, and I disliked three sixty five. It felt so much like a fucking just a warehouse, and I uh, I didn't I did not enjoy it. Well, you've basically the, so they're they're the two poles of of Whole Foods, and now the three six five, like I said, is being uh, discontinued, and so that'll kind of go away. But the Whole Foods is very hoity toity inside. It's very very nice and feels luxurious. Mm. Uh, but the three sixty five is comparatively bare bones. Even compared to what we reviewed last week, Trader, Trader Joe's, it, it it even feels like a you know it it almost feels like it's it's between like a Trader Joe's and like a um uh you know like a like a like a ninety nine cent store like it's almost like going to that it's not going to that that that's the uh, end of things but it is pretty Spartan in terms of the layout. I will say that the that however the three sixty five is a little bit of a is actually something that's not going to completely just dis- devastate your pocketbook when you're shopping there as you are to normal whole foods which i call whole paycheck i went to the 365 in santa monica and i got a few things one we'll just get into it i got the yeah. organic kale caesar salad kit which is one of those one- things that comes in a bag and also includes you know your dressing uh, your toppings, your croutons, what have you. This has romaine, kale, Brussels sprouts, green cabbage, radicchio, Parmesan cheese, and croutons. Very solid salad. I liked yeah. a huge portion. Uh, I mean, it was it was it was gigantic, but it was a, a good, you know, healthful salad. I thought the produce for being something that's bagged and prepackaged was reasonably fresh and decent quality. I thought this was a good salad kit. Now, I'm not someone who will buy a salad kit because I'm getting to the point where I'm buying a, like a bag of greens. Then I'm just gonna make a salad, and I've already got dressing at home, and I can, you know, throw some pine nuts on there instead of their prepackaged croutons or whatever. I feel so suspicious of like bagged greens. I feel so really. There have been so many recalls. I feel so suspicious of like a romaine hanging out in there. I right. feel so scared. <laughs> I'll do spinach, but a mix. If there's like a little romaine guy in there, I'm just too scared of romaine. Yeah, I mean, I'll usually opt for more of a mescaline green, something maybe with mm. some herbs thrown in there. But I, I mean, I get that. I think if you want to be extra cautious, you can always give it a secondary rinse at home. I don't think that'll ever do you any harm. Okay, yeah. You know what I do? Yes. Hmm. I I just grab the lettuce, put them under my arms, get in the shower. <laughs> Why under your arms? Under your, you should put them on the floor and then just kind of stamp on them, like how you <laughs> how you wash underwear. <laughs> Make a, a salad wine. It sounds like that doesn't. That's a uh, that's <laughs> you do that to grapes. It's true. I, I put I put I put a, a couple bundles under my arm. Get in the shower. Rinse it off. 
I also got a Detroit style pizza from the hot bar. Now look, their hot bar Detroit at Whole Foods, style. Square. Yes, they they have a square pizza there. A square for the square. All right. They have a here's what I'll say about Whole Foods. Their hot bar and salad bar are excellent. They're a little pricey, but they have they are filled with a bunch of stuff. If you want that as a work a work day lunch, like that that hot bar is great. That said, that's in the past. We're done with hot bars. Yeah. I don't try anything where it's like we're all reaching our hands in to, you know, grab like a half of a peach with cottage cheese in it. Yes. I don't think so. <laughs> those days are those days are gone forever. We should just let them go. And and so we've crossed that horizon. We've crossed that threshold. We're not going back to hot bars. No. And so and so that is a whole that is an asset of Whole Foods that is out the window. And in fact, that what I would say is like one of their chief assets. You could go there for a, you know, it's a little pricey, but but as far as a dinner out goes versus some other options, you could have a reasonable dinner. You could cobble together from there, uh, from their hot bar and from their salad bar, and that's that's gone now. So what they have at the hot bar is instead of these these pan pizzas that you can pick out your favorite slice from and then and then take to go, they just have individually packaged pizza slices, which are which are sitting under a hot lamp. And are, uh, you know, the packaging is very wasteful, which is one thing. But whatever, that's that's the that's the age we're in. But then also because it's sitting there, I, this this pizza I actually have had a number of times, and I find to be pretty outstanding for the price. Uh, the individual package slice sitting in a, a plastic container absorbs so much moisture, and by the time I got it mm. home, it was just like a wet, damp. Very oh. flavorful slice, but but very, very moist. Weiger. Yes. You really just hit it on the head. I have to say my number one, I bought several items. I have to say my overall review is everything was wet. Yeah. Everything was wet. Did you take it into the shower? What, what happened to you? Why was everything wet? <laughs> everything is wet. It was, I got a tuna wrap. It was wet. Yeah. I got a chicken. I, I'm sorry, a ch- uh, bean and cheese burrito. It was wet. Yeah, it was wet. I'll, I will also just quickly say that if I saw a lady go saying this to a Whole Foods manager, I think she's insane. Everything I got Hi. was wet. My my, <laughs> my my burrito was wet. My tuna wrap was wet. I won't uh, wear a mask. Not until your food stops being wet. <laughs> it's my constitutional right that your food be dry. Uh, <laughs> it is very wet. I also got some chicken pad thai with rice noodles that was wet. It's very I, moist. We I made um uh, gnocchi and it was wet. Yeah. <laughs> And look, moisture is sometimes welcome in food, but look, if it's a little too much. moisture is a thing that we, we need in this. We, moisture is a good thing. We all need hydration. It you was, need to have a certain amount of water to stay alive. But if you have right. too much of it, it's like a sponge soaking in a janitor's sink. It's not a pleasant texture. <laughs> and I think that was the issue with my with my pizza slice and to some degree the, the, the chicken pad thai with rice noodles. The thing I'll say about the pad thai real quick is that it's not pad thai. It's a noodle dish with some ginger tamarind wow. soy flavor to it. And okay, chicken. It said it came with a peanut sachet. Peanut sachet was not included. No peanut sachet. 
It said separate, Whoa. take out the peanut sachet before you start heating. I didn't have a peanut sachet to take out. The oh. peanut sachet wasn't there. So no peanut sachet. That said, still salvageable, a decent, decent dish. Uh, but it, it just tasted nothing like pad thai. It had as much to do with pad thai as like you know a hot pocket does with a slice with an authentic slice of pizza. A a decent dish with no peanut sachet. No peanut sachet. <laughs> that was. But absent. I can see you, woman under that heat lamp light. I was I was continuing your song, Wagger. You got that red sauce, baby. <laughs> Let's take a bite. Very good. You said those days are gone forever. I just, I think I should just let them go. I, and I, I've been trying to get that in for a while. Um, <laughs> it was worth it. Uh, I agree with you that here's, here's, I, I have, a, I have a slightly different problem. Is that yes? All this stuff. Should I just say what I got? Yes. Get into your food, please. Okay. I got myself a slice of cheese pizza, um, and then this guy Geo, who was at the counter. First of all, one guy said that he liked love. Another guy who was working there, and I, so I, I gave him, I gave him points right off the bat for that. It's Your great. Netflix show, and yeah, I was masked up. He said, he said, "Are you Randy?" I said, "Yes," um, and then he walked away. <laughs> but still, <laughs> he didn't say anything after that. <laughs> no, he walked away. I saw him drive off in his car. Now, um, do you think it's possible, Mitch, that he? Said, "Are you Randy?" If he that he meant it in the like the British uh, euphemism for horny. Yeah, like an Austin Powers situation. <laughs> Are you Randy? And then he <laughs> and then he was and then he said, "I like love." Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what was going on. That could have been it. I didn't. I didn't get to talk to him or get his name, but I I, I talked with the guy Geo. Geo made me. He got me my slice of pizza. He said, do you want me to put that in the oven for a little bit warming up? I said, sure. I don't know. I said, no, That's it's not nice. a big deal. He said, let me just do it. It'll take a minute. So he put it in the oven. Wow. And then uh, and then he made my burrito. And he said, do you want me to press that for a little for a minute? It'll keep warming up. I said, what? It's okay. And he said, let me do it. And he did it. He went above wow. and beyond. Geo ruled. And he helped me make my burrito, which had Spanish rice, and carne asada. And he didn't asada. even work there. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish rice, carne asada, black beans. Verde sauce, red sauce, cheese, sour cream, jalapenos. And let me just say, this thing was a fucking bomb. It was huge. Big, big wow. boy. It was, it was a big-ass burrito. Slice of cheese pizza, like I said. I also got myself an Oreo chocolate cake slice. Mm-hmm. I, I got myself a sliced pineapple core. I got Waterloo black cherry sparkling water. Is Waterloo the song from... Is Waterloo a song from uh, Mamma Mia? Yeah. Waterloo... Waterloo, do me this to let me down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Get me the seltzer and you bubble me. (laughs) (laughs) Smoked mozzarella pasta salad, roast beef, and horseradish sandwich. And then those those were all display things. Uh, Those were all in kind of the same area. Then I got from the the frozen section, the cold case. Thank you, Wagger. Everything pastry wrapped Frank's. Uh, and brie bites with mu- mustard mustardarda. <laughs> God, careful. Mus- mustard mustard m- <laughs> mustard mustardarda. Oh fuck! <laughs> m- 
mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Three bites with mustard. <laughs> Yum. That sounds good. I don't even know what you're trying to say. I know. Mustadarda? I don't, I've never, never heard, heard of, of this. it. Uh, it's on the package. And also, okay. who, who the fuck is... Well, I'll get to those in a second. Two things I didn't get to try. Strawberry fruit bars by 365. But it didn't say 365 by Whole Foods, which... The other things I got did, but I now I'm hearing that it's the same thing, so it doesn't matter. It is their brand, yeah. I also got a pre-made chicken verde burrito. Also didn't get to that. Um, I got myself a Health Aid kombucha, blood orange, carrot, and ginger, which I've been drinking during the record. And then I finally got the 365 kettle cooked potato chips, sea salt and vinegar, and 365 cheese curls, which are basically... Um, Puffs. Cheesy poofs from yeah. South Park. Got oh. it. Cartman. Cartman loves them. Cheesy poofs. Mm. Mm, yes. That classic Cartman catchphrase. Eh, Cartman. Mustardo. Mustardo. Fran, what else did you get? What, what, what else is? Uh, what okay. else did you sample? I got um, a rising crust pizza. Um, that wow. I made in the oven and wow. um, shrimp <laughs> and um, potato and pea samosas. And I got caramel sea salt gelato and I got like a fruit tart. And then, yeah, chips, hummus, pretty much. Ah. And then, yeah, a burrito, the gnocchi, as I mentioned, and the tuna wrap, which were all wet. And the shrimp was really wet. So you got a bunch of wet options. Was but was there anything that had some redeeming uh, qualities to it? Um, the gel- the gelato was really good. I mean, all of the food was totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the price point is does not fit the crime. It's yeah. just not. I mm. I'm I'm bummed to get a tuna wrap that's eight dollars that is yeah wet and. I think Whole Foods is so, so overpriced for what they give you. And it just doesn't need to be that way. I don't know what I'm getting for the price. But um, the gelato was good. Um, I made the pizza in the oven and it was totally fine. I mean, it reminded me of like babysitting. Like, you know, it's like food easy to make kind of just like frozen foods that you heat up where it's like, I'm not feeling like this is a special night. In fact, I might even feel a little bummed by it. Like it just kind of feels like, <laughs> right. Um, and the price point does always bum me out at a whole foods. Yeah. It's, it's a little, it's a little too pricey and maybe that's reflected in the quality of the ingredients, but it's certainly not reflected. I feel like in the price or I'm sorry, it's, it is reflected in the price. It's not reflected in the flavor rather. Uh, absent a few items, I think in general, like most of their stuff is like, oh, this is fine. Uh, some of the yeah. other items I got, I got the, I got some macaroni and cheese small bites, which I heated up in the oven. Now, the mac and cheese bites we got from Trader Joe's were a, were standouts. Those are a home run. These, I think, they were just texture. They didn't have much flavor to them. They were, they were the the nice thing is they were crisp on the outside, cooked up on the oven, and ooey gooey, so soft and chewy in the middle. But I didn't get like that mac and cheese flavor from it. I just got like a gooey 
it was it was just like a gooey ball with a you know it it was gooey inside and crunchy on the outside. It was it was purely a textural experience. You can stop at gooey ball enough, right? Yeah, there. It's just a it's gooey like, ball. I mean, I, I just want to add that that it whole these food items feel like a cheat meal because they're not healthy, but no. they're also not good. And that's what bums me the fuck out. I almost wish that I had just like a pure pleasure place where it's like, look, I'm cheating. I'm being bad. I'm sitting in my house and I'm eating fast food, French fries, burger, chicken finger, whatever. But I get none of the satisfaction from these like insanely bad for you foods. Yes. Mm. Yeah, if I'm going to be, you know, like uh, absorbing almost 600 calories with my modest tray of food as I did with that chicken pad thai with rice noodles that did not include a peanut sachet, I I want like 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 I might as well just have a little lasagna. If I'm going to have that many calories, I 100% agree with you just to echo your point. Uh some other items I got that I thought were actually pretty decent. Uh, the cheddar and sour cream ripple potato chips. These were just a ripoff of these uh, sour cream cheddar and sour cream ruffles, but they were a decent ripoff. They were just like a more expensive, just as unhealthy, just as processed version of it. But if you're going to Whole Foods and that's your option for chips, I thought they were a decent replica of the ruffles uh, varietal. Cape Cod trail mix. I got a little nod to your native New England Mitch. Um, roasted almonds and cashews with dried cranberries. Very simple trail mix. And this one actually worked. This might have been my favorite thing I got. This is like a this wow. this blend of these of those two nuts and dried cranberries was just a perfect salty and sweet combo and they had the the right number of cranberries tossed in there. I thought this was I was surprised by how good this trail mix was because I usually like a few more elements in my gorp. Um, of the uh, I got a Euro it classic. Was Cape, Bel- it was it was Cape Cod brand. It was no, this was three six five brand Cape Cod oh, okay. trail mix. Everything I got was 365 or Whole Foods brand. Uh, I also got a Whole Foods brand, the Euro Classic Belgian Sweet Waffle, which was a packaged waffle that you eat like a cookie, I guess, like they do in Europe. I don't know. I've never crossed an ocean. Um, but the this was just gross. And it was just like... It was just like biting into gran- like a, like granulated sugar formed into a waffle. It was really... I thought it was pretty disgusting. Wigers never cross an ocean. Yeah. The least pleasant I- bite I had. My jaw just dropped at that. That is like, I, I never knew that, but I'm sure it's canon for the show, but that's great. <laughs> it's canon um, for my life. Yeah. Um, and, and, and real quick, just to wrap up with well, the last thing, I got a coffee and donut ice cream. The coffee ice cream was, was quite good. I thought that was like a, was like a nice, rich coffee. Just the donut pieces that were in there, they just had no flavor. They were, again, it was just a texture. It was just like a little, it was just like a little piece of, Honestly, yellow cake without sugar. It was like little pieces of white bread thrown in there. Um, and, and I think it would have been better without it. Why? You're like the you're like the anti Magellan. Hmm. Yes. I did. I do not circumnavigate the globe. I'm fine <laughs> just where I am. Um. I like the way that three that Whole Foods are three sixty five names the chips because it's just like you know how Halloween costumes can't be like. This is Spider-Man. So it'll be yes. like, this is the boy who likes the insects. Like, because <laughs> or like an Austin Powers will be like 60s mod man, even though yes. it's just a full. It's exactly what they do with their chips where they like, no, they can't call them Cheetos. And so they'll be like, orange curlies. And you're like, <laughs> well, 
they're every chip name is just kind of like you know it's they're trying to get the point across where you're like oh this is just the same thing as but the chips names are good yeah yeah i i um i agree mostly with you guys and i especially i mean that's the thing is like trader joe's trader joe's has to do this a similar thing of like cheesy puffs or whatever they they, they but but I mean, no one really cares if they do cheesy poofs. It's not a South Park <laughs> thing. But, like, the Doritos are, like, you know, like, nachoers or whatever. And, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. But, but those are good, usually. They're, the, the Trader Joe's brand is good. And I just, I felt the same way you guys did about, first of all, the Brie Bites with mustard. Um, no one, who who buys Brie Bites with mustard? They sucked. They were not good for like the quality that they were, but look, they were frozen. So I was like, whatever. The everything pastry wrap franks were better, but also just too bready. Kind of sucked. You can make homemade ones much, much better. The thing that really let me down is like the roast beef sandwich and the and and the a couple of the other like prepared things. Uh, even honestly, the the like the Oreo chocolate cake. Yeah, that should be that should be great. That should be yeah. a home run. Yeah, an expensive piece of Oreo cake from yeah. Whole Foods should taste great, and it was kind of dry and not good. And the sandwich was not good. I still have half of it here. I I barely actually this is this is the this is the only half that I ate, and I ate not even a half of the half. That's all I ate of the sandwich, and it sucked. Wow. And I'm a big fat guy, and I eat everything. So, <laughs> um, uh, the the pineapple core, like of course, fresh fruit is like whatever, but. I didn't even think the pineapple core was that good. I've had uh, like wow. fresher tasting fruit at uh, from Albertsons or anywhere. It's um, it's not, and so the thing that the thing that really was good to me, and this is something that seems like with with Whole Foods that is a huge plus was the slice of cheese pizza and the burrito. The burrito was like compare like kind of close to a Chipotle burrito, and. Both of those were good. My guy Gio did a good job with them. They were for real, were decent. But everything else that was like prepackaged, I de- I haven't eaten that chicken verde burrito, but it doesn't even tell you how to heat it up. It just is. You do you eat it cold? You know what I mean? Like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bu- all of it is a bummer. I, like I said, I didn't try the chicken verde burrito or the strawberry fruit bars, but just big letdown. The cheese curls were like fine, but I'll probably toss them. Yeah. And then Emma, Emma knows this. The Cape Cod. Cape Cod potato chips. They're literally the best potato chips ever. The salt and vinegar Cape Cod potato chips are far, far better than these fucking 365 kettle cooked. They're tops. They're the best. I went to the Cape Cod potato chip factory as a boy. Yes. It was was a great experience. I saw the chips on the conveyor belt. They had to fish you out of the big tank. (laughs) Yeah. You dove into chips. I was not like Augustus Augustus Gloop or whatever his name was. (laughs) <laughs> the chips I did used not to be they, they used to be straight, but then you jumped in. Now they all kind of have a curl. <laughs> <laughs> For thirty years, <laughs> it just became a convention. <laughs> By the way, Mitch, I looked up the word you were having trouble pronouncing. I have it right here. Mustafar was a small volcanic planet located in the Mustafar system that became a fortified imperial world as it housed Fortress Vader, the personal sanctum of the Sith Lord Darth Vader. So uh, you, 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 uh, no, you know what? Never mind. Just <laughs> Bree 
bites with Mustafar. That's what you were trying to say. <laughs> you think I would have problems saying Mustafar? I love Mustafar. <laughs> and you think that my brie bites came with Mustafar? Look, <laughs> the burrito, the the burrito, the burrito, the slice of pizza, which they seem like they make pretty like decent pizza there. Maybe the, they do. The, they make they make good pizza. Yeah, the pizza was for fine. a grocery store. Totally fine. The burrito, the slice of pizza, and I also did like I liked the smoked mozzarella pasta salad that was pretty good. And then besides that, I liked my health aid kombucha, but it has nothing to do with with Whole Foods. And the Waterloo Mamma Mia sparkling water is pretty good too, but that's not Whole Foods. Yeah, has nothing. I know. I'm saying I'm saying two of the things that I liked were non Whole Whole Foods, which is those are the only two things non Whole Foods that I got, and they were on the top of the list. So a bad outing, Nick. That's all yeah. I gotta say. Well, we should get to our final thoughts here. Uh, so, Fran, because it's grocery store month, we have changed up our system, and we're actually doing, instead of out of five forks as we normally do, we're doing out of ten carts. So, as a as a veteran of the show, you understand the, the yes. format. We will say, like, your recap of your thoughts on Whole Foods, and then end it by giving us a rating on the scale of zero to ten carts. Hold on. And also, let me quickly say that... There's a few categories, Fran, to take into consideration. Overall impressions, that that includes its name and possible mascot, parking, produce, snacks, frozen snacks, cold snacks slash drinks, checkout, hoity-toityness, bagging in carts, and price. You can pretty much ignore those. That's what we did last episode. (laughs) It's too much. Yeah, I don't know that I want to say that much more about Whole Foods, but I will say (laughs) (laughs) it's Whole Foods mascot is a green basket of fruit. I think so. (laughs) And it's and it's carried in the over the F, right? Yeah. Yes. Of the foods. Okay. Which you know what? As far as grocery store mascots go, not bad, honestly. No, I want it to be like a shark or something. Yeah. You we'll want be. it to be somebody fun. You want it to have some pizzazz, a mm. bowl of fruit. Come on. Um, the, the the Whole Foods mascot is the, the O and the Whole Foods is an orange. <laughs> yeah, that's not, there's not a lot going on there. <laughs> okay. It's hoity-toity. Let, yeah. Let's just get that right out of the way. Absolutely. It's hoity-toity. The price points are rude. Okay? They're way too high. 20% too expensive. Sure, there's parking, but there's a reason why. It's too expensive to go there. And the layout is fine. It is what it is. The hot bar... That would have been the highlight for me. It certainly was in my 20s when, you know, I'd I'd get a little cornbread and sit and enjoy it. But a hot bar, RIP. So I would have to say the food was wet, wet, wet. Um, It didn't last. Uh, There was no shelf life for the hot food items that I got. And... Overall, I was very disappointed with the taste. It was all calories, no enjoyment. 
and I have to give it three cards. Three cards. Wow. Wow. That's a failing grade. All right, Mitch. Spoonman, go for it. Your your thoughts on Whole Foods. All right. Here's what Whole Foods has over Trader Joe's. Easier parking, and it's kind of more spread out, and I don't feel as claustrophobic inside of it. And I don't know whether that's I wanted at a, a, a better time, but it is very spread out, um, The just the supermarket. And I think the checkout is pretty easy. This is just from my one experience. I could be completely wrong here. What it doesn't have, and it also here's the other thing it has, fresh hot products in the, in the hot food bar. And, 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 Ted, and Trader Joe's doesn't have any of that stuff. What Trader Joe's does have is much quality, better original products. Just everything that they have is much better. What? What are you laughing at me for? I'm too serious. No, we agree. No, it's much quality, better much original quality products. Better. No, you're right, Mitch. It's much quality. It's much quality, better, better original products. Original products. Oh, well, I didn't know that I spoke like a fool. No, you're right. We're agreeing <laughs> you're, with we're you. We're agreeing with you. It's much quality, better original products. What's the problem? Much, <laughs> much better quality original original products. Sometimes I say things wrong. What do you want from me? <laughs> The frozen snacks are, I mean, like, all the food at Trader Joe's is better, right? I mean, like, all the originals. The yeah. issue with both of them is that you can't get some stuff that you want to get at the regular fucking supermarket. And that's an issue right. with, 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 with both of those places. And, look, the hoity-toitiness, I, I go in there. You see some of the people in there. It's too hoity-toity. It makes me want to pull a Mark Taylor. Oh, boy. Makes me want to go home and make a video about killing my parents, I guess. Oh. Oh, boy. It makes me want to pull a Mark Taylor, Nick. It gets me angry. It makes me want to go goth. Your parents? Yeah. What? You kill your parents? That's what Mark did in his video. <laughs> mm. Um, It's... For the price, it's not worth it. I, I didn't spend a lot there. I, I, I spent about... $60, but for what I got, not worth 60 bucks. Um Look, it just may not be the place for me. You know what I mean? I, I just don't, like, I get going to, I get, I get going to Trader Joe's, but I don't think I'll ever get going to, to Whole Foods ever again. I wish that Trader Joe's, I wish that Trader Joe's had a setup like this Whole Foods because I would probably go to Trader Joe's much more often. Right. But it just, it wasn't doing it for me. Why? So I'm going... Four carts and one basket, four and a half. Four carts. So a basket is a basket is a half cart. We've established that's that. right. Mm-hmm. Got it. Uh, I th- you know I agree with with both of you. The price point is the big negative for Whole Foods from a pra- from a practical standpoint in terms of actually shopping there. You know, like I said, I call it whole paycheck. Uh, <laughs> I think that the don't prepared- laugh at that. The hot bar was its Hold main asset. You clutch your pearls when I say I'm going to pull a Mark Taylor. <laughs> and then Weiger again says, whole paycheck for the 10th time this episode. And Fran starts giggling up a storm. <laughs> it's my joke. People like it. Whole paycheck. It's good. It's just good, clean fun. Look, it's a more quality, better <laughs> joke. Joke. <laughs> The more quality, better, the most joke. (laughs) Fran, my dad used to say more quality, better. Oh, boy. (laughs) 
Look, I fucked up when I talked. There might be some. <laughs> there might be some deeper issues with me. I don't know. Okay, what do people want from me? I'm trying here. <laughs> Whole Foods is expensive, and that's its that's its main detriment from a practical standpoint. It, from a larger standpoint, it's owned by Amazon, and Amazon is is you know obviously awful, and you know I don't like inadvertently supporting, indirectly supporting Amazon when I go to Whole Foods. And mm. so that's that's to me is a de- is to its detriment. Uh, although all these companies are owned by monsters, um, I will say that like there's not a good grocery store you can really go to on a corporate level. But I I do like you know some of their prepackaged snacks are okay. Most are not. Most are under uh, or below average. Their hot bar was like I said was their main asset. Unfortunately, that that doesn't really count any for any, it doesn't really count for anything anymore. If I go to a grocery store and if I go to Whole Foods and when, when I used to go there in particular, you know, I'm buying – I'm not buying a lot of like this is a meal I'm going to take home and reheat. That's just not how we grocery shop. We'll be like I'll, I'll get some proteins and I'll get some vegetables and we'll make something. And I do think from the – from the to, to, to talk about your, you know, produce point, I think their produce is pretty decent. I think they have pretty good, you know, fresh fruit and vegetables. It is a little pricey, but I think you can get, you can get decent quality stuff there. Uh, and if you're not going to the trouble of going to like a farmer's market or whatever, it's it's one of your better options. And mm. I think their their proteins are 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 pretty decent. But that's not the exercise. That's not what we're doing. We're evaluating these these in terms of I'm going to get something and grab and go. And from that standpoint, I think Whole Foods is pretty pretty under uh, underwhelming and certainly too expensive. Mm. Grab and no. It's more of a grab and no situation. Mm-hmm. And you're spending an arm and a leg to get there, you know, to get it. So why bother? And also, I I like to call it a whole paycheck. <laughs> I'm giving Whole Foods, aka Whole Paycheck, three forks, one cart. Kind of splitting the difference between the two of you. Forks, huh? Yeah, three cart, three carts. One- oh, did I say fork? <gasps> yeah, I meant three carts, one basket. What is the this fork is worse, to basket? This, this is this is this is way worse than my much quality better line. <laughs> what is the fork to basket conversion ratio? Basket is a half fork. A basket is a half fork. Yeah, because yes. two and a shopping cart is a two fork. carts is one fork. Got it. Okay, so I was so I should say that I will give it three. I'm I'm you know what? I'm gonna say three three carts one one basket three carts one basket. There you go. Final answer. That's what I'm sticking with. We don't have a, we don't have a measurement for a quarter a fork uh, or a one tine yet. We'll just call that a plut. That's an uncar plut. A plut? Oh. Yeah, if you want to give something one quarter portion, just say you're giving it a plut. Uh, that was our review of Whole Foods for Friendly Green Grocer Mitch's Grocery Store Month. Friends mad. <laughs> I don't get what a plut is, but. Uncar Plut is the a, memorable no, character it's from not even Force worth Awakens. Telling. It's not worth telling. <laughs> that was our review of Whole Foods. We have a fast food item that we bought yesterday. We're going to test how it held up after spending a night in the fridge. These are the leftovers. As we hear the theme song for the segment, The Leftovers, the season one intro music to the HBO's The Leftovers, 
Uh, Mitch, this was your idea to try this particular item for this week's segment. It was my idea. You you thought that we had maybe done it before. We had actually done 7-Eleven pizza for a leftover. Yes, we've done 7-Eleven for the leftovers, but not specifically Nick, the Big Bite hot dog. It is, it's the, it's 4th of July. We're doing the Big Bite hot dog from 7-Eleven. I mean, it's whatever. It's a week after 4th of July. What, 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 I don't know when this comes out, but who gives a shit? Um, also, are we still celebrating the 4th of July? 4th of July is canceled. Yeah. I think it's bad now. <laughs> yeah. 4th uh, of July is kind of getting pushed into the river. Uh, <laughs> with me, Cleveland. Oh, no. No, Mitch. Oh, you no. can't audition for that. No, man. You're not going to be the next Cleveland. Fran, they extended me an offer for the role of Cleveland and No. Against my better judgment. Against my better judgment, I took the role. <laughs> um <laughs> They tried they also tried to take your statue down, but it was too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> we got ourselves big bite hot dogs, Nick. This is truly as far as leftovers go, this is the th- I want to eat this the least. This is I've been thinking about it. This is like eating trash. It is yeah. truly just looks like trash. And Susser said that we had to dress these when we were talking about it on our text chain. So I put ketchup and mustard on mine. There was no um, honestly. Oh, Fran, you did it as well. I put my ketchup and mustard on before I put it on the fridge last night. Wow. And. It and did 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 Weiger, did you did you put your ketchup and mustard on before refrigeration or now? Oh, I went further than ketchup and mustard. Last night? I put on chili and cheese. Ugh. And it looks really bad. This cheese is this cheese sauce is completely coagulated. Uh yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty putrid looking. It's it smells worse than it looks. I will say the smell is really what got me. I opened up the lid. And it is just, it really does smell like the garbage near the, like, ballpark. It smells right. like really, and also the hot dog is gray, and the consistency is like um, an old man's skin who is like <laughs> a fisherman. <laughs> Friend, um, you are 100% right. You nailed it with, it smells like a ballpark trash. Yeah. Um, I also got us. I got some a jalapeno and cream cheese. Um, what are these things called? The rollers. The, the, the go-go taquitos. The go-go taquito. For Fran is actually a pescatarian. She's yes taking a bite of a hot dog for us beca- <laughs> for this stupid podcast. I'm gonna take a bite of the end that isn't doesn't have ketchup and mustard on it first, and then I'm gonna go. The, the ketchup and mustard has, has hardened, Nick. Yes. It looks fucking disgusting. Yeah, I, it really looks so... I don't know that I'm going to take two bites, so I think I have to just take the bite with the condiments on it. Right. I've taken, I've taken a bite. Also, the bun is so hard. It The bun really... I, I mean, I don't know. I would expect it to be loaded up with with preservatives, so I would think it would last, but I think probably... It just just being in the fridge, it it really solidified. Are Mitch, you are you gonna barf? Oh, Mitch is. I wish I didn't know it was that. Now I feel so scared. Okay, I'm just gonna yeah, take. It. I'm just mind. gonna jump in. I'm just it's, gonna jump. This in. is really hard. Fran is taking a bite. So let me explain my personal hesitancy, and it doesn't just have to do. Fran's really. Re- Fran really reacted there. Fran's reaction was pretty. 
pretty staggering. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, aside from both of you just making uh, disgusted faces, oh, fuck. like you just that, been Nick, subjected to watching a snuff film. I just, I, I took a I took a bite of with no, none of the condiments on it, and it was so hard already. Yeah. Um. I so so here's my personal hesitancy with my specific hot dog. Uh, the man working behind the counter at the 7-Eleven uh, had his mask dangling off of one ear, and he was chewing gum. So I was, I'm a little hesitant. because For sanitation reasons, but maybe it's okay. He was wearing two layers of gloves. I'm going to throw up. Mitch is going to throw up. I guess I'll just take a bite of this. I I also will say that I walked to 7-Eleven and walked home. So in addition to having, uh, you know, a a, a number of hours in the fridge, this had about 40 minutes in the sun. Um, So we'll see how it holds up. I'm taking a a bite. right. I think I'm going to do a single bite. Uh, The bite with the hardened condiments really just the way they hardened on top of the hot dog. The hot dog is sweating by the way and the sweat drops are like basically stuck on the side of it ew the in i can't it's it's one of the nastiest things. that was that was that was the hardest thing we've i've ever had to eat on the show uh that was revolting i've had probably i mean i've had worse things in my life but that's really really bad quality that is not helped by the amount of time it's spent in stasis i am going to say that that is uh, that oh, what are we? What's our standard for leftovers? Is it like get it's, left, it's left behind, or is it go, mm-hmm. or does it ascend to? Was does it, it heaven? I've never seen the show. To heaven, yeah. Does it ascend to heaven, or is it left behind? This is left this is, behind. No, no, is it? Is does it? Wait, do you, does it get left behind, or do you throw it away? Do you just mm. throw it away? <laughs> and which one is good? I'm gonna. I'm, <laughs> Ascending to heaven is good. I'm going to Justin okay. throw this straight to fucking hell. I'm going to Justin throw mine away. Yeah, I'm going to Justin throw mine uh, to a trash can in hell. This is, this yeah, is, this a, is really a, bad. A trash, this, I, I got to say, I took the bite with the condiments. In cold, old ketchup went to the back of my throat. <laughs> and I all I could do was try not to throw up. And I was just chewing. The hot dog became harder. It was much. It was very hard. It is yeah. really it like, hard. Weirdly the consistency hard. Of it, the consistency of it, it just fucking hardened up, almost like it fucking was in the freezer. Um, and Fran, also- It's so hard, I'm like, is, am I supposed to suck this shit? <laughs> I know. When I like put the whole thing in my mouth, I was like, okay, but when's it going to squirt? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> What? <laughs> I took a bite of that roast beef sandwich to like get the taste out of my mouth, and I almost still threw up. <laughs> yeah, Fran, really gross. Your palate cleanser is a roast beef sandwich, Mitch? It was the thing that Come it was on. nearby. <laughs> he just got one on standby at all times. <laughs> it's like a glass of water. That's how Mitch clears his throat. Yeah, he's like, "Excuse no. me, but I've got a tickle," and then he has a bite of a roast. Beef <laughs> When I go when I go white when I go wine tasting in between each wine, I don't have a fucking roast beef sandwich. <laughs> Fran, you got it strapped to your leg like an EpiPen. 
I'm going to eat this this little taquito. We, we, we got to eat the Toto Go-Go Taquito, cream cheese, and jalapeno. I didn't know about the taquito component, so I didn't get one. I, I, I don't think it can be worse than the hot dog, so. Okay. I'll just, did you dip it in anything? No. It's not as bad, but it's pretty bad. It's bad. Oh. I can't. It's, it's, the cream cheese is horrible, Mitch. It tastes like Play-Doh. That's, I actually, I actually think the, I think the outside of it is pretty bad. It's not as bad as the hot dog. It's yeah. gum like. It, this is interesting because I actually will enjoy a Seven Eleven hot dog hot off the rollers, but overnight it just does not hold up, which no. is a bummer. It's not really a bummer. Well, yeah, you just have to keep that in mind that you that you, if you're gonna get a whole if you're gonna get a hot dog from Seven Eleven, that's for immediate consumption. You're drinking something that might be too cold. Oh my god. <laughs> Your body temperature is going to plummet. Oh, it's zero. A I got Gatorade zero. zero. Glacier freeze frost. Wow. Um, That's too cold to drink. Um, honestly, now, can you shoot ice beams like Frozone? <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, I don't like what I've seen going on here. You two are teaming up. I don't like it. We're having fun. Everyone's having fun. We get along. You're our common enemy. Get over it. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a restaurant without your feedback, let's open up the feedback. Today's email comes from Dana. Hold on one second. Both the the go-go taquito also goes straight to fucking hell. Yeah. Yes. I just didn't throw that right the fuck out. I I send it down to hell and fucking... I lodge it up fucking the devil's dick. How's that, Wagger? Up his dick? <laughs> I guess he's flaccid at the time. Uh, what, sneaking what you, out what underneath him. He's like flaccid and you're sneaking out underneath <laughs> him, like between his legs. No, up it. I'm putting it in his fucking the devil's pee hole. Oh, I get what you I get what you're saying. No, you know what? Fine. I lay it under his flaccid dick. <laughs> <laughs> like a splint? I agree with Mitch. I want to lay this go-go taquito right under the devil's flaccid dick. <laughs> <laughs> under it. That, those, hey, that, was, that, that, that was truly the, the, the most, honestly, both of them, two of the most hard things we've ever had on leftovers. Yeah, Terrible. I regret the segment. Um, hey, and, uh, I, guess, like- I, guess for any, I guess for anyone out there, uh, look, you don't have to rush to get the show over with. We're, it's fine. But also, I'm not rushing. I was just moving to the next segment. I thought we were done. I was just going to say, it's a good warning for anyone who buys a hot dog and puts ketchup, ketchup and mustard on it and then puts it in the fridge. Whoever does that, you're fucking out of your mind. Yeah, don't do that. Never do it. I mean, unless you get absolutely, you dress two hot dogs, your eyes were bigger than your stomach, and you're like, I get, you know what? I don't want to throw this away. I'll see if I can salvage it tomorrow. But I think when you do do that, I think you got to scrape off those condiments before you reheat it. You guys. It's just not going to hold up. I ate a day-old hot dog one month ago. I got wow. two hot dogs from Portillo. Actually, a friend got me two hot dogs from Portillo's because he was driving by Portillo's on his way back from San Diego. And he got me two Portillo's, and I ate one, put one in the fridge, and ate it 24 hours later, and it had been dressed. And I ate. So this summer, I've already eaten a day-old hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, I th- I, you know what? That's just where quality enters the picture. I because you know Portillo's is gonna have a gonna give you a better dog than anything you're gonna get from Seven Eleven. 
And we're se- we're Seven Eleven apologists here. Hey, that was our that was the leftovers. Just like a restaurant via feedback. Let's open up the feedback. And today we have an email, Mitch from Dana. Dana writes, "Are there any specific foods you guys can slash will eat until you feel physically ill? I can eat yes. peanut butter M and M's, Oreos, and watermelon until I feel like puking." I'm otherwise not a big eater, but have no issues eating an entire sleeve of Oreos or half a watermelon in one sitting. So the question here is foods that you could gorge on to an unhealthy degree. Anything come to mind for either of you? Well, I'll just say I get king size box of Sour Patch Kids at the movies and I eat the whole thing and it always, always gives me a stomach ache. And it like hurts my gums because there's wow. so much. And I will do it almost every time I go to the movie theater. Wow. That's intense. So yeah, a, a, too much sour. That can really, that's really punishing. And it like I makes think, white bumps on the back of my tongue. Oh my God. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't it's eat an allergic reaction. Yeah. Well, excuse me, Mitch. What advice were you giving me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I of course, can eat pizza till I feel sick. Uh, I eat popcorn until I like the theaters. I'll eat popcorn until I like specifically know that I'm going to have a stomach ache. Like I'm like I'm in mm. trouble. I've eaten mm-hmm. too much of it. Besides mm-hmm. that, when I'm really eat, like eating to make myself sick, it's usually like when I go to like a steakhouse or have a fancy dinner with friends, and then I'm like, oh, this is like a cool restaurant we want to try, and I'm going to like eat till I get sick. I mm. eat too much till I get sick. It's bad. It's bad. I, I mean, it just happens too much with me. There's no specific food in the way that they're asking, but I, but I definitely do it too often. Yeah. I've developed more self-control as I've aged, but I did used to have a big problem with, you know, full sugar sodas. Like I could drink just like just take down a whole six pack in a day of full sugar sodas because just drinking wow. them one after the other. Um, wow. and, uh, and, you know, like, like also the, the, the quart of, I- not the quart, the, the pint of ice cream is dangerous because that yeah. can very easily turn into one serving if you're eating directly out of the pint. So I, yeah. I kind of have to impose on myself. I'm going to get a pint of ice cream. I have to put it in a separate container or I have to put it like, put it into a bowl or put it into like, honestly, like a coffee mug to give myself a reasonable, like scoop and a half, or else I'll just eat out of that whole fucking pint. But honestly, the 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 Oreos is one of them. Oreos is something that that Dana mentioned, and I have eaten an entire not just a sleeve. I've eaten a bag of Oreos, Oof, uh, when, especially wow. when I'm really like yeah, when I'm like stress eating or like depressed. Like I've I've gone through a whole fucking bag of Oreos in one sitting. Um, especially those golden Oreos, which are which are quite good. Mm. But my big thing I will say is chips and salsa or chips and guac. That, I think, is always mm. a scenario, especially if I'm at a, and, you know, we don't go to restaurants yep. anymore, but when restaurants existed, when dining when dining in was a thing you could do that was at all responsible, uh, I would I would get, like, a like chips and salsa, and just I'll just keep fucking going. They keep and it that, coming, I'll keep it going. That makes you sick? I'll, yeah, I will, I will ha- have so much chips and salsa that I can't finish my entree. Like, I'll just, yeah. like, I'll just get, like, my, my I'll just be full of fucking yeah. chips in the in medium salsa and or guac. I, yeah. in my early 20s, I had never eaten lobster before and I went to a very fancy wedding and they had in the uh, like appetizer area lobster and I had never eaten it before and I started eating it and I was like, 
well, this is fucking delicious. And I had so much of it that the zipper on my dress broke and it was in the winter <laughs> and I had to just wear my jacket around because my dress busted because I ate so much lobster. Wow. That's pretty awesome, That's... though. <laughs> Have you ever, but I've, I've only, I've, I've split pants before. But never like I've been eating a meal, but I've gotten to the point where like I busted a zipper or a or a or a button off. Have you? Has that you ever experienced that, Mitch? I've definitely had to undo my belt. Yeah, which is like such a fucking like fat nineteen thirties thing. But I have, I've had to fucking be like I got to loosen my belt, which is <laughs> embarrassing. But I've it, that's happened. <laughs> I mean, I think that now in the last 10 years, wearing like tight pants is trendy for women and men. Yes. And I think that way more often than people want to admit, people undo their button at dinner. I mean, I, I used to do it all the time. Girlfriends, guy friends, I know people that would unbutton their button all the time at dinner because pants are so much tighter than they used to be. Right. I'll I'll pre I have preemptively done that for sure. I have like I like oh I'm gonna have a meal. I'll just subtly you know subtly undo this bad boy, and that'll be in a little better shape. You Mitch, you don't Mitch, you don't undo the button. You just undo you undo the zipper, but it's not for. <laughs> I do not pull my thing out at dinner. It barely makes its way out of the fly as, it, as it. when when Mitch eats too much, he has to let his thing kind of poke, <laughs> just crest a little bit. Why don't you go? You know what you guys should do is do a little. Uh, is it the left cheek sneak that you talked about earlier? Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't specifically have to be the left cheek, just a one cheek, <laughs> one cheek, cheek sneak. Yeah, yeah. The one cheek sneak lets some air out, and then you, you don't have to undo the button. To just fucking oh. clump in at the dinner table. <laughs> I actually thought you were just asking me to do it right now. And I was like, that's not how farts work. <laughs> well, my I question honestly is, thought it, you were like, why don't you two uh, fart right now? <laughs> I was like, not for free. <laughs> Nick, you said not. You, you said not on the dinner table, which I would not do. But when are you? When are you sneaking? Uh, when are you? When are you sneaking one anyways? Meetings, classroom, like what the hell? If you're captive and you have some degree of confidence that it's not going to be an SBD, because there are scenarios even as an adult, silent but deadly. Mitch, oh, go to the fucking bathroom. I think you could have cracked that acronym if you thought about it for a second. But you can't. That's not always an option. Like, 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 realistically, that's not always an option. In, in certainly as as a kid, and and a lot of times in adult life. You're one of these motherfuckers who's opening up their fucking buttholes on planes, aren't you? No, I do not do that. Absolutely it's, not. It I understand like the do. situation. You're I know sneaky. what the social compact is. This is this is I, I am outraged that you would accuse me of this. You're, I understand the social compact when I am you're in a enclosed place. I take public transit all the time. I would not do that on a bus. I would not do that on a plane. I don't plane. believe you. I don't believe you. I think you're a stinky sneak. No, I'm not. I'm not one cheek sneaking. You you know what? You don't even have a one cheek sneak on a plane. It's so loud. You can blast full full volume. Yeah, looks like no you one can hear it on the jet engine. Sounds like you're a fucking pro <laughs> at it. I'm not stinking up no fucking. I'm not stinking up a plane. I'm not stinking up a bus. I'm not stinking up a train. 
Oh, that's right. You guys are just sneaking for the hell of it when you're alone. You're sneaking it. You're sneaking your you're you're sneaking your little stinks in front of people, and people are blaming me on the plane. They're blaming I gotta the fact guy. It really depends on the airline. If I'm flying Frontier, <laughs> you're gonna smell my farts. <laughs> if I'm flying like JetBlue, I'll try and hold it in. But yeah, <laughs> if you're charging me because I have one bag, I'm gonna fart on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> you stinky st- little stinky sneakers. <laughs> That's what you Look. guys are. I will not be impugned with this accusation. If you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GODO. That's 830-463-6844. To get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Fran Gillespie, a delight to have you as always. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for eating Whole Foods and in particular having a uh, potentially dangerous bite of some leftover 7-Eleven foods. Is there anything you would like to plug, Fran? No, I just want to say thank you for having me on the quality best podcast number one. <laughs> no, Fran, no, we, we, love our, we love our Franny. <laughs> we do. The Doughboys love our Franny. Thank you, Fran. Thank, thank you for being here. Yeah. Wags, I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to Adam Gertler because he, the, he sent me some hot dog, uh, some doghouse hot dogs. Yes, Adam Gertler, we, as we mentioned, is the sausage purveyor for Doghouse, which is a member of the Golden Plate Club. We reviewed a couple episodes back with Danny Fernandez, very, very kindly uh, offered some some sausages to send to us. And look, the Doughboys can't be bought. This isn't branded content. This was a this was not a quid pro quo. It's just a nice thing that Adam did. And Adam will be for back me on the, was. Show, the show sometime soon. Five forks. <laughs> You're upgrading your score as a result of a Five bribe? forks. This I think it was maybe scandal. four and a half forks. I think five now. Yeah. Wow. We're gonna have to. We're gonna be investigated. Are you <laughs> listening? Are you listening? Whole Foods. <laughs> they don't care. They'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time for the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. On the next Doughboys Double Grocery Store Month continues with a movie set in a supermarket. Joan Ford joins to review the Stephen King novella turned Frank Darabont film, The Mist. Plus, we taste test Sierra Mist. You won't want to miss this one. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast.